You're tuned in to the Bank Fit Podcast. My name is Phil. I'm coming to you in mid-September. Today, we're going to talk about functional training. So in the fitness industry, functional training, I think it's highly overused. A lot of people use it. A lot of people really don't know what it is. There's a lot of arguments about it. There's a lot of debate, a lot of discussion. So today, I'm just going to give my take on it, what I think functional training is, and how I think it's effective, and it helps our bodies. Let's break down the word functional. So we have the word functional, and that means it's something's operational, it's working, it works properly. So like if you buy a smartphone or an iPad or something from the store and the speakers don't work, it's still functional, right? But you're not gonna keep it. You're gonna exchange it for one that's, that works better because it's not working optimally, it's not working to its full potential. And that's what I think functional training is to get your body to work to its full potential. So if you have imbalances in your body, your body's still functional, but it can make improvements. If, you're, if your range of motion is altered or if your posture is bad, it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect your performance. It's going to affect your energy levels. It's going to affect a lot of different things. So if you fix those things, your, your body will function better. So that's going to increase the uh, performance of your body is going to increase your energy levels and that's what I think functional training should do. And we all have different hobbies, different professions, so our bodies, each of our bodies is going to need a different type of routine, a different type of training to get to where we want to be. So it's not just like here, here's a functional exercise routine, everybody just get going and it's the same for everyone. It depends on what you do in your daily life. If you, if you work in an office, you're sitting down all day, sometimes you just need movement. You just need to get out of that sedentary lifestyle and just move. But it's not just movement in one plane of motion. Our bodies are used to moving in all three planes of motion. So that means you get the rotational, you get the contralateral, which means if you're climbing a ladder or walking or like you know, when you were a baby, you were crawling, you're starting out with your left hand and your right leg, and then you're going to alternate sides from right hand to left leg. That's contralateral. And a lot of times we don't use that when we're exercising. The other thing is rotational. A lot of uh, moves we do in our everyday lives are rotational, and we're not working out the rotational muscles. And that's why most injuries happen in the transverse plane of motion. And that's usually when we're doing something that involves rotating our bodies. Then we have a lateral plane of motion. So it's moving from side to side. And that's another area that we have to focus on as well. So that's why it's important to build a training plan that incorporates all of these movements into it. So functional training is just more about movements, how to um, counteract all the damage that's done through your uh, daily activities, and how to move better, how to feel better, how to get stronger without compromising your flexibility or your range of motion. You want to improve on all those areas without sacrificing one for the other. So you don't want to get so strong that your muscles overdevelop and you're so tight. And you don't want to get, you know, so flexible that your muscles are too extensive and, you know, they're not as uh, strong as they should be. So it's all about finding a balance and finding out how to get your body to perform at the highest level. So we're not all going to be athletes. It's not going to make us all like super athletes. We're just going to stay within what our body can do and try to improve on it and try to get it to the optimum level. Just like how I was saying before with your electronics. You want it to do everything it's supposed to do. You want it to function 
without giving you any issues. If not, you're going to take it back. And that's when you end up going to the doctor. You end up having to take medications or uh, pills or whatever just because you're not feeling as great as you should be. So you need to try to take things to counteract all those you know, all those issues that you're having. So with functional training, with um, a proper nutrition, with getting enough rest, that all kind of uh, works together to give you, to give your body that optimum level of performance. So let's get into what exercises are functional. So the way I look at it is every exercise has a degree of functionality to it, but it's like, how can you improve on it to make it more functional. So if you take a squat, if you're using a machine or like to do the assisted squat, you're not getting as much work out of your body as you can be if you were using free weights like dumbbells or a barbell because you're limiting your range of motion and you're, you're not using your stabilizing muscles. You're not engaging your stabilizing muscles as you're doing the exercise. So if you do it without assistance, if you do it standing up, you're recruiting more muscle groups and you're working on your body's uh, natural ability to stabilize itself during those exercises. So it all plays a part, balance, stability, strength. It's all about improving on all those areas gradually instead of just focusing on one, like building strength. So it's really not about getting a six pack or building muscle. Like, yeah, those things look nice, but it really doesn't mean that you're healthy. It doesn't mean that your body performs at a high level. If that's your goal and all you want to do is improve the way you look and work on those superficial muscles, then that's fine. But it's not going to make your body perform any better. It's not going to make you any healthier. Some of those diets, those bodybuilder diets, they, they're really unhealthy. They're not healthy for the normal people. So it's like you see somebody working out and you see somebody getting uh, real shredded and then you ask them what, what they're eating, what their diet advice is, and maybe they have a competition. Maybe they're doing that because they're getting on stage and people are looking at their bodies. Then they have to deprive themselves of a lot of fat. They have to deprive themselves of a lot of nutrients and that's not healthy for them and it's not healthy for a general person that's trying to lose weight. And the misconception here is like you see them, you see they have a, you know, a great physique and you think they're in top shape. You think they're healthy. So you want to get advice from them. Meanwhile, it's not healthy. It's not the best way to go about losing weight and reaching your goals. And then we have the workouts. You take somebody with a chiseled physique, you have them develop a workout and then you mark it as the greatest thing ever since the last uh, fad workout. So it doesn't mean that you're going to get a chiseled physique just from doing this workout. I'm telling you, every single person that creates a workout, they do much more than just that workout to get the physique that they have. So there might be a little misconception. You might see all the people in the videos have uh, nice bodies, uh, shredded physique, and you think just by doing that video, you're going to get like that. That's not the case. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of discipline. It's a lot of eating right. It's a lot of everything, nutrition, everything is a balance and they work really hard to get that way. So, you know, some of some of the videos, some of the workouts are good, but it's a good supplement to add to your routine. It's not what you should base your entire routine around. Are using machines functional? No, machines are not functional. Well, it depends on what kind of machine, but if you're doing a leg press or leg extensions or those hamstring curls, 
Those are machines where you're sitting down or you're lying on your back. You're getting a guided range of motion. You don't have a free range of motion. You're not using your stabilizing muscles and you're working them in isolation. You're only moving one joint at a time. So if you're doing a compound movement like a squat or a deadlift, you're, you're moving, your joints are flexing at the hips, the ankles and the knees. You're getting a lot more movement. You're recruiting a lot more muscle groups than doing it that way than you are by sitting on a machine. If you are going to use a machine, I recommend the cable crossover machine, machines where you have a more, more of a free range of motion. It's on a pulley system, so you can get more rotational exercises. You can get that hip rotation, that shoulder rotation. That'll help you work on your mobility, your flexibility, and to in improve on those areas that were normally not working as much. So normally we exercise for uh, various reasons, but a lot of them are, are similar. So it's either we want to lose weight, we want to put on some weight, we want to get some lean muscle, get stronger, or we just want to perform better, we want to be more durable, just handle the daily tasks. Maybe we have young kids, we want to chase them around, we don't want to get so fatigued, we're feeling like we're in bad health, we're just not getting enough activity in our day. So we just want to increase the activity levels, just feel better, just move better, and like just improve on those areas that we feel we're lacking in. So sometimes that's what fitness is all about. So if those are your goals, then it's about developing a workout. It's about coming up with a program that's going to help you to reach those goals. And now there's a lot of uh, misconceptions. There's a lot of you know, different things that people expect from a workout because maybe they went to a class, they went to a CrossFit class, and then they, they worked out till they threw up or their muscles were so sore that they couldn't walk for the next three days. And they think that's a good way to measure how effective their workout was. But chances are, if you worked out that hard and you were sore for the next three days, you did more damage to your muscles than good because your muscles are taking so much energy, they're taking so much more time to recover that uh, they, they've been damaged. Like every time you, you exercise, your muscle fibers, they tear a little bit. So you wanna give it enough time to recover, to replenish all the uh, damage that's done and then exercise again. But you want this to come gradually. You don't wanna overdo it. You don't wanna overwork your muscles. So chances are, if you work that hard, your muscles are gonna be so sore, they're gonna tighten up. They're gonna cause you more postural imbalances. They're gonna cause more muscle imbalances. They're gonna cause alter your movement pattern. So again, this is gonna be deteriorating to your body. This is gonna affect your body in a negative way. And that's what we don't want. We want our exercises to have a positive effect on our bodies, to improve that range of motion, to improve that performance, to build strength. So it's not about overworking the muscles, it's about working them to the levels where they're gonna grow. So it's about getting enough rest, getting enough exercise, and getting the right food in your system, getting the right nutrition. Everything is a balance, and then one coincides with the other. That's how you change your lifestyle. You live a better lifestyle, you move better, you feel better, you increase your energy levels. It's not about working yourself out so hard you have to run to the bathroom, go throw up, and then come out, work out some more. They want you to feel like that's the norm. They want you to feel like if you're not throwing up, you're not working out hard enough, and that's not the case. You need to stay hydrated throughout your workouts. You need to do everything with proper movement patterns, proper posture, and that's how you avoid injuries. That's how you 
you, I wouldn't say avoid because, you know, you can never be 100% injury proof. There's always a chance of injury, but you just want to lower that risk. You want to reduce it to the point where you know you can perform these things and the uh, risk of injury is going to be low just because you're well conditioned and your body can handle that type of workout. And then it's all about, you know, gradually increasing. So as your body progresses, as you get stronger, as you become more proficient at doing these basic movements, it'll come easier for you. That's when you could add challenging tasks onto your exercise program. So you don't want to like just start a program and start doing Olympic lifting or these power moves where it needs a lot of muscle recruitment. You have to do it explosive. That means basically as fast as you can with as much force as you can. And for a lot of people, they're not ready to perform those tasks. And that's another way you lead to injury because our bodies aren't used to performing that way. It's all about a gradual process. It's making progression throughout your exercises. It's, you know, building blocks. You build from the bottom up. And then once you get to the next level, then you start increasing the difficulty level of your workouts. And, you know, that's a problem, too, just explaining that to people. It's like, let's work on your balance. Let's work on your stability. Let's work on your control, your posture, your alignment, your body movement, your body mechanics. Then we start throwing more complicated things there, more complex things there. It's, it's, it's a challenge. We're, it's going to be fun. We have to make it fun. We have to make it challenging. And we have to make it progressive. That's how you get bodies to perform at a higher level. That's how you improve on the areas that we're lacking. Then it also comes down to movement. It comes down to what your program is doing. Traditional workout programs are de developed to work in one plane of motion, the sagittal plane, which is everything is going back and forth. Your squat, your deadlift, your bench press, your bicep curl, that's all moving in one direction. What about your lateral, your transverse? that's the rotational, your lateral movements, that's the frontal plane. We have to work those areas just as hard because that's how you develop a better functional body. You can't just train one plane of motion and then neglect the other two. It's about, so now it's like trying to get more programs, trying to get more of these exercise incorporated into your daily exercise routines because this is what we're doing in our everyday lives. So whatever it is we're doing, this is just going to help relate better to our daily activities. So let's get into some typical stereotypes. We have the typical guy that doesn't want to work out legs, wants to build up their chest, wants to build up their arms, and wants abs, but doesn't want to do any ab exercises. And that's fine. That's one way of working out. You can do your isolated exercises. And, you know, to each their own, we're not, I'm not knocking them for what they're doing. If that's what you want to do, then that's fine. But if your concern is just growing your muscles and, you know, disregarding balances, your, your back isn't going to be worked as much as your chest. That's going to cause imbalances. That might cause an injury down the road. It's about developing your body as a whole to make it function better as a whole. Our bodies don't work in isolation. All our muscles move in patterns. So it's about you know, getting our, our body to move that way and training our body to move better as a unit. Then we have the typical female client that wants to maybe tone up a little bit, doesn't want to lift weights because she doesn't want to get muscles like a man, wants to maybe work on her butt, work on her stomach and work on her legs. And that's all fine. Like if that's what you want to do, if you want to improve, maybe get a bigger butt around her butt, 
get nicer legs and uh, tighten up your stomach, that's fine. But again, you have to have a balanced routine. If you work too many exercises in one area, that's going to cause pattern overload. Your body's going to get used to those movements. And then say like you work so you work out so many uh, glute exercises, the glutes going to get like overly active and then it's going to take away from other areas in your body. So it's going to start taking the load from other muscle groups. Then that's going to cause imbalances. That's going to cause postural deficiencies and that's going to cause, you know, more injuries and more maybe like, um, like discomfort in uh, certain areas down the road. So those are things that you want to avoid and you want to have a balanced routine. Lifting weights is not going to get you super muscular unless that's what you're trying to do. How many guys do you see at the gym working out day in and day out and you don't, they don't look super muscular. If a guy looks super muscular, he's definitely trying to look that way. It's all about what you're trying to do at the gym. So just because you pick up a weight, doesn't mean boom the next morning you're going to wake up and your your shirt's going to be ripping your biceps are going to be ripping out of your shirt it doesn't work like that lifting weights resistance training is good for you can gain you can put on lean muscle you can lose weight and you can improve your health these are all things that you know resistance training can do and cardio cannot do so it's all about mixing in like cardio has its benefits but without a proper exercise routine to supplement with your cardio, you're not going to get the results as quickly and effectively as you can with a balanced exercise routine that, inc that includes lifting weights. So, you know, it's just about, you know, getting out of the typical mindset. It's all about improving your body in areas that you want to improve. So if you train your entire body, if you work out with a functional exercise routine, you will get the things that you want. If you're, if you're looking to lose weight, that's what you're going to do. If you're looking to get stronger, that's what you're going to do. You're going to build muscle. You're going to improve your performance, but you're going to do it in a way that it's not taking away from another area. If you're going to get on the squat rack and squat 400 pounds, that might improve your strength, but it's not going to improve your joint health. It's not going to improve your range of motion. It's actually going to make those things worse. So what you want to do is you want to exercise in a way that's going to help you improve in all areas. And that's not an easy thing to do. It takes a lot of uh, time. It takes a lot of fine tuning, but it's going to be more effective. It's going to be healthier for your body in the long run. And it's just going to give that longevity that you're not going to have if you, if you want to be a power lifter, if you want to keep lifting heavy at a certain time, your joints aren't going to be able to handle that load. So the key things we want to do is improve our health, improve our performance, and improve on the way we look. And we can do all of those things. We just have to be smart about it. We don't want to do it in a way where in four or five years we're, we're not going to be doing it anymore because we got discouraged or because of injuries or just the way that uh, we're doing. If you start, if you start your uh, exercises out with bad posture and bad movement patterns, they're only going to get worse. So at a point, it's going to come to the point where it's more painful. It's more uncomfortable for you to do. So that's what we're trying to do is get you out of those habits, get you out of that mindset where it's like you have to train this way or you have to do these exercises because you want your muscles to grow or you want that bigger butt or whatever it is. You want that firm toned six pack uh, stomach. So get out of that mindset. 
just work, just focus on being healthier and improving on your exercises. If you can guide yourself through a rigorous exercise where you can handle the load, you're not throwing up, you're not overly sore the next day, your body's going to look like how you can perform. So whatever, whatever it is, whatever level, your physical level of performance you can do, your body's going to reflect that. So that's why it's, it's more, so that doesn't mean that you're going to have this, you know, chiseled physique because that's, again, that's not fully functional. That's not a performance-based physique. You don't see any of these bodybuilders. You don't see them playing professional sports. You don't see them getting in the octagon and, uh, you know, stepping in the ring against a professional fighter because they don't have that performance ability with that kind of physique. If you look at the bodies of uh, a fighter, they don't have, you know, these washboard abs. They, I mean, they're, they're in great shape. Their bodies are in great shape, but it, it's not about just the way they look. It's about what they can do. They are strong. They are mobile. They have a, a good range of motion. They have good flexibility. It's about having all those things in one. So I'm not saying to get out there and jump in the octagon and train functional and then you're going to become an ultimate fighter. All I'm saying is to worry about performance, to improve on those areas and, you know, everything else will come. So let's change the focus of your exercises instead of making it about you want your body to look this way. Let's, you know, set goals, say I want to be able to do this many push-ups by the end of the month. I want to be able to hold a plank for 60 seconds by the end of the month. I'm holding it for 45 seconds now. It's about setting realistic goals that you can accomplish and that aren't based about your physique, but it's based about what you can accomplish. And that way you'll feel more accomplished. You'll get a lot of things done. You're going to improve on those areas and you're going to notice the changes in your body without even focusing on it. You can, you know, track this progress, take body measurements. Measure your waist, measure your hips, your neck, your chest, your arms. Do some uh, body fat analysis if you have the calipers or if you don't, find somebody that can do that for you. Track your progress throughout your exercise routine and see how you're improving. See physically, like, you know, maybe you need that proof. Every month, take these assessments, your uh, measurements, and then see how much you're improving in these areas. So all it really comes down to is working hard for what you want to accomplish. If all you want to accomplish is a better looking physique, then go out and do that. All you have to do, like it's going to take a lot of hard work and dedication and discipline. So if you have that dedication, if you have that drive, apply it to what you want to do. Take it and use it. And it's just about educating yourself. I like right now I'm at the point where I just want to be healthy. I just want to feel better. I want to avoid like I've been through it all. I've been injured. I've had to rehab from some serious injuries from some not so serious injuries. I don't want to keep doing that. I changed my routine. I, I used to want to bulk up. I did bulk up. I, I lifted heavy weights for a little while. I got you know, I put on maybe like 20, 25 pounds of muscle. And then I was at the point where it's like I got on the basketball court and I couldn't move the way I was moving when I was lighter. I didn't like the way I felt. I felt like I was more injury prone. I felt like I couldn't perform at the level I was performing at. So with everything you do comes, you know, that there's a cost benefit analysis. It's like you might put on weight, you might put on muscle, but what's that going to cost you? It's going to cost you speed. It's going to cost you agility. It's going to cost you range of motion. And like that, you're putting your body out there. If you want to continue to uh, play sports and be active, you're at a greater risk for injury. 
And those are just the things that you're going to have to accept. So like you're going to have to, you know, downgrade your uh, level of play. You're not going to perform at the same level. But if that's something you're willing to accept, then go for it. I wasn't ready to accept that. I like being able to, you know, challenge myself and perform at a higher level. To me, that's more important than putting on a little bit of muscle. So now it's all about staying healthy, trying my best to avoid getting injured and working out in a way that's fun, that's challenging, that's progressive. And that's just going to help me to, you know, sustain my health throughout the years. So, you know, that's that's the focus now. That's what it's all about. And if it's not your focus right now, maybe it will be someday, but or maybe it never will. But that's just you. And that's your choice. So I'm just here trying to shed some light on maybe a new direction, another opportunity, something else to try. But the problem is you can't just walk into a gym and uh, go to a trainer and say, hey, I want to do functional training. I want to learn how to train because nobody really has the same definition. Some people might use the term but not really know what it means. Some people might have their own interpretation that's not relevant to what you want to do. So, like, you know, just look at the program and see, does it have movements that involve contralateral movements, rotation, hip rotation, lateral movements? Is that reactive training, maybe some ballistic training, dynamic movements, things like that? You have to look at all that and see if it's going to work for you. And if those things you feel can, if you supplement those with your traditional weightlifting, that's going to help to improve in all areas. That's going to better your workout. That's going to better your physical state. So that's what you want to look for. And it's going to be hard to find, but you can find it. So I do a lot of work on functional training. I like to, I like to think that my exercise program is somewhat functional. And like, I'm not just going to say it's not black and white. Like This is functional. This is not functional. It's about taking a workout, taking an exercise, and looking for ways to make it more functional. How can you make this exercise more functional? How can you relate it to something you do? How can you involve some you know, hip rotation or some lateral movements or whatever it is? So like a lot of times, it's, you have the kettlebells, you have the uh, suspension training, you have things like that that don't restrict your range of motion and that you can use your momentum or swing or guide yourself in different directions so you're not just stuck going back and forth. So with all that said, that's what I'll leave you with to think about. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Phil. I'm the creator of BangFit. Check out my website, www.bangfit.net. I'm putting always new content out there. I put some blogs up, some podcasts. I try to keep them relevant, like the topic similar, and then expand on that. I have the YouTube channel. You can find some tutorial videos on there. It's a little bit of everything. You'll learn uh, you know, how to do exercises correctly or how to do a new exercise if you want to try. If you have any questions, concerns, you want me to put a, a type of video up, you can email me at bankfitusa at gmail.com. Any other questions, concerns, if you know you thought this was the worst thing you've ever heard and i don't nothing then you know you feel free to comment and tell me that that's fine so whatever it is you want to do if you want to contact me if you want to work on something let me know please thank you your feedback is appreciated thanks for tuning in